You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 115 for October 6th, 2016. This week, we talk about Amanda Knox, Pepe the hate symbol, our ideal Halloween costumes, vice presidential daddies, candy addiction, and our drag race updates. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Gorgeous. Hi, Sam. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. How are y'all? I love that you can't reply to me. <laughs> it's great. It's it's great. It's like a one, one-sided one conversation. I love it. It's Gratoritos. It's fucking awesome. It's I like love it. just it's yelling fun. shit into the void. Mm-hmm. It's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. How are you doing, Sam? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Let's just do this for an hour. Right? How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Everything's great. Great. Everything's fucking great. I love it. Oh, my God. Is it? Um, we're not talking about the weather. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was only going to mention the weather because I, like, actually have been going outside this past week a little bit. Mm-hmm. By going outside, I mean, like, I had to spray paint some stuff. And so yeah. I was, like, squatting on the back porch for a while. Squatting? I don't want to think about squatting. you squatting at all. You know my legs were sore the next day. Like, um, just from and squatting? My my arm, my upper, no wait, lower arm, you know, where like your wrist is, I was sore from how, like me using a spray can. Wait, what were you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm spray painting a, like a gun for a costume. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, so I, and it like, I feel like it gave me carpal tunnel. What? Oh my God. You should, you should so sue the spray weak. paint company. I know I should. <laughs> oh, I wonder if you could. For I don't damages. think there's a, a wrist warning on the label. Mm-hmm. I mean, but your, your wrists are probably millions. made out of like, <laughs> sugar. like glass. Yeah, like yeah, fragile like glass. sugar glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but. so that's what I've been up to, and also uh, trying to figure out when to go look at an apartment. But. Well, so you were telling me before that you might uh, be taking the Oregon Trail up, hitching your wagon. <laughs> Up to it's Chicago true. for two days or something. My original plan was to... So at first I was like, well, I might drive my car. The engine light came on this week, and I immediately thought, I'm selling nope. this fucking car. I ain't fixing <laughs> this fucking car. And uh, so I definitely don't want to drive it. So uh-huh. I was going to take a bus to St. Louis, stay with Hillary, mm-hmm. and then take a bus from there to Chicago and then back down in the same day. Mm. But it was just going to be like so many things to coordinate. So I was like, well, I'll just take a bus up to Chicago because it's cheap. Yeah. It's like $70, which is great. It's not bad at all. Um, no, but it's, it is a 15 and a half hour bus ride. That's the worst but part. Yeah. There's Wi-Fi. There's a bathroom. There's outlets. It's a double decker bus with lots of room. Sounds like you'll be good. So I could do it. I think that's what I'm going to do. I think it's going to happen later this week. Ooh, girl. So I'm like preparing myself, like making sure I won't get like leg clots, blood clots in my leg. <laughs> I mean, I think that's kind of, you know, <laughs> I think it's going to happen regardless. It's true. I figured I'll be, I would be sitting down for those like 15 and a half hours anyway. Right. He's just, you know, mm-hmm. playing Overwatch instead. Right. Uh, how long were your plane flights from when you went to, I don't, you went to China. <laughs> um, uh, what? I went to China? Allegedly, you've been to China. China, as China. Donald Trump would say. The Chinese. The Chinese. Um, yeah, I went to China on a trip with my uncle. He works for uh, Hewlett Packard, the computer company. I went a long time ago. I was in eighth grade. It was like 10 years ago or something. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I, I guess, so I'm trying to figure out my flight path. 
we flew to San Francisco and then from San Francisco, we had a direct flight to uh, Hong Kong, I believe. And it was like a 14 and a half hour flight. Oh, okay. So, so it would be sort of the same yeah. similar situation. Yeah, basically only like I was, you know, in the sky and you're going to be on the ground. And what? you're, you're going to have outlets and Wi-Fi. And I didn't have a goddamn thing. But, like, oh, that's true. But I, it was like 10 years ago, too. So like, what did right. I even so do? They didn't have all those I had like I my, my iPod classic with like a bunch of music or something. It was a long flight, but it wasn't like bad. I like I got to sleep right. a lot on the flight. But maybe I'll just like take some Meclizine and just like zonk out oh my god that'd be hot that would be great i think i'll do that do you know if your um uh if your bus i'm assuming your bus has stops that it needs to like get gas and shit it only has two stops Mm -hmm. it stops in like tennessee and then in st louis okay i believe that's all but um i I think it says on the site on longer trips they'll take like rest stops yeah yeah i remember when i was living in boston and i would take the the feng wa bus there the was Chinatown like bus yeah the chinatown bus mm-hmm. um to new york city i think sometimes we had um people I, I, have like chickens sitting in their laps i mean <laughs> I, I will neither confirm nor deny that that actually does happen um but we would have rest stops sometimes just like to get food it depends i think it depends on the bus driver honestly because sometimes we would stop and sometimes we wouldn't but we would sometimes stop in connecticut at like a popeyes in the middle of nowhere um and like we would rest for 10 minutes or so. So that's kind of all I remember from bus trips. But girl, I believe in you. You can make it. I think it'll be fine. I, this is the same company. I used to uh, use them daily to get from Philly to New York. When oh, I really? Yeah. And the buses were always nice. So I'm not concerned. Also, my sister said she did the same thing like across like South America. And I was what? like, I didn't know this. Yeah. What? Hillary does these things. And I just I never know. Like, I guess it was when she was teaching in Chile. Mm-hmm. And then she just like bust somewhere. Yeah. For, like, 15 hours. Well, you know, know, one moment you're busting across South America and the other moment you're running for president. So it's true. <laughs> like Madonna. Is Madonna running for president? Uh, she was Evita. What? Evita wasn't president. Uh, you, don't cry for me, Argentina. I, I mean, I didn't know that she was president of Argentina. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's. I think it's confirmed. <laughs> I, I, there was a Madonna song that came on, this. came on today. Fact check this. Wait, what happened? Uh, I was listening. I was getting Panda Express because obviously sure. I, I have to get Panda. At least you don't got to justify that, Henny. No, but like I, I'm justifying <laughs> it because I usually eat Panda. Actually, I eat it whenever, but I try to only get it once a week. But the vice presidential debates were on tonight. And I was like, oh, my God, like, you know, I have to stress eat while I'm watching. And so I was like in the drive through for Panda Express and I had a, a some random like Google Play music playlist on. There was like a radio of some song and then Lucky Star from Madonna came on. And I've I've heard it, definitely heard it before, but I hadn't heard it in a long time. And damn, it's a jam. I forgot that like Madonna. It's an alien isolation. What? She sings. Oh, it's either in that or the movies. Oh. She sings it in Alien 1. Oh. I feel like she sings it. Oh, maybe I sang it in Alien Isolation. Mm, I mean, it's hard to tell because you're situation. basically Sigourney Weaver by this point. It's true. It's so, true. So, I mean, um, So since these are like the two months out of like the four years that we care about politics <laughs> and you happen to catch the debate, who won? Um, okay, so here is so what. So this was the vice presidential debate. Um, sure, between, sure. Uh, Hillary's VP, which is Tim Kaine. Um, on the Democrats and then Donald Trump's VP, who's Mike Pence on the Republicans. 
And I was like kind of excited because um, I mean, like Donald Trump's a, like a, you know, business whack job. But um, like uh, Mike Pence is the type of guy who like denied giving aid to like HIV and AIDS clinics and instead gave them to conversion therapy areas. Right. Um, yeah, he's like he's that kind of guy. So he, you know, he's, no, he's he's awful. He's a cup of fresh air, you could say. Um mm-hmm. and so I was like ready, I was gonna sit down, I was I had my food, um, and I was watching, and I could only really watch for about 30 minutes because it was it just wasn't it it was hard to listen to because um Hillary's VP choice, uh Tim Kaine. He's I, good. Yeah, he's good, but he was like he was interrupt. They were both interrupting each other constantly. Um. So like I couldn't even understand like they were just like bickering and arguing and the moderator was having a problem wrangling them down and like actually getting them to answer the right questions. And it was just kind of like, oh, damn, like it was way more fun watching Hillary and Donald Trump because Donald would just like spew horseshit. And then Hillary would just like go at him with fact checks and things. And, and people like, know who they are. Yeah, exactly. So. And people know who they are. But I feel like that I was I was excited for the VP debate because I I thought that uh it would be more. I, th- I feel like that uh, that Tim Kaine would have, you know, as good of a chance with Mike Pence as Hillary did with Donald, because Mike Pence is, is also a fucking whack job, like crazy, like religious conservative um, but it wasn't really like that. It was just kind of like two old men bickering at like the cafeteria lunch table. Like that's kind of what it felt like. So I only got around to watching about a half hour of it. And then I was like, fuck this. And I got in stewed in my filth in the tub for a little bit. And then I played Overwatch. Okay. With you. Too far. Rewind. And now I'm here. What? Okay. <laughs> no, just, we didn't need the tub part. <laughs> oh, I'm, but you know, you know, like my I schedule know, is know. every time Joe and I like, oh, or God. I get on Overwatch, I always have to take a bath first. I don't know. It's like some ritualistic, like he, anyway, hell spawn. Here's the real thing. question. Okay. Who's hotter? Mm. I don't even know what. Okay. I feel like I sort of know what's hell on it. Tim. You should. Yeah. You Kane. should. Um, oh, oh, okay. He looks different than I thought. Who's the other one? Mike, Mike, Mike Pence. Pence. We're doing a live Googling here oh, on the hmm. show. Hmm. 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 So they both are. They both have the salt and pepper gray hair, but Mike Pence's is like bleach blonde. Like yeah. He's yeah. like Paris Hilton. Yes, exactly. And he looks kind of orange as mm-hmm. well. I mean, it fits. It fits with the vibe since he's with Donald Trump. So let's just like go out like all out gay stereotype and just talk about which one we would rather have sex with. OK, so. Tim Kaine, who is um, the Democrat, Democrat VP. Sure. I feel like that he's the the um, I feel like he would be very gentle in bed. I feel like he would always ask for consent. I feel like that he wouldn't be (laughs) freaky. You know, I don't I don't I don't know. I feel like that he would he's he looks like the type of person that would only have sex with you like at 9 p.m. on a Thursday every other week. You know? Really, I I would say the opposite. Ooh, I would really? say okay. since he's so like reserved on stage, like he probably a... open up his closet and there's like a stack of whips, yeah, and like, like, like a BSM gas mask, gear. right, and like a sex swing hanging from the living room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what about the other one, Mike Pence? So Mike Pence to me is like the like super conservative, um, like Republican second uncle on your dad's side that like you wouldn't mind hate fucking you as long as he had a bag over his head. 
Sure. You feel? Are there any shirtless pics of them online? I I haven't really shirtless. looked. I don't think it's part of either of their policies, but maybe you could <laughs> try to find something. Uh, am I the only one asking the real questions in this election? I feel like we found Hillary's new VP, and it's Joseph Birdsong <laughs> asking the hard-hitting questions here. All on right. The show. So yeah, I don't know how I'm going to make this judgment. There are no. I can't find any on Google. Shirtless. Well, you still have so. till November to figure out. You know, it's obviously, true. obviously your vote's going to be it. on who what the vp is your main vote right it's who oh. you want to who you want to who you want to fuck more who's and, this martin o'malley fella um he was like <laughs> he's like yesterday's news he was what he was oh, he was okay. running for the democratic ticket alongside bernie and hillary back in the day oh okay so he is yeah that's but a, he that's was back when i didn't care about politics he was a fucking daddy he is cute yeah oh yeah i found short lists of him yeah yeah sure. there's oh, definitely Paul ryan Oh my God! Remember Paul Ryan? Paul Ryan, yeah. Isn't okay. he speaker of the House now? I don't know. I can't Why keep track of all of these, of these pasty white people. It's just like sure, sure. It's so much. But basically, all in all, I could only stand thirty minutes of the VP debate. I thought it was going to be more invigorating, and I got my heart on ready, and then I was just disappointed, blue balled. So now I'm here well, on the show. I will say, stay tuned for the next, you know, couple months leading up to the election, because Sam and I will be, you know, we're both undecided. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, I could totally swing both ways. Like, you know. <laughs> and uh, we'll be keeping you on the hot or not, all of the hot or nots of this uh, election season. And just to let you guys know, um, the show will still continue if Joe and I end up moving to Canada. So just don't worry about it. I won't move to Canada. I mean, you're moving to Chicago, so you can just like jump the border, can't you? You're pretty close. I, yeah, that's close-ish, right? Yeah. Sure. You, or you could like drive over. women. We could. Oh, my God. We should both get in a barrel at Niagara Falls, and that's how we should die. We should just go over the falls. They're about to like drain the falls. We got to get on it, though. Yeah, like we have to make a reservation, Hattie. Yeah, they're going to like drain that shit. We have to get on that shit. To like clean it, I think. Oof. Yeah. I wonder I don't... how many corpses they find when they do that. I feel like that should be your job is the corpse finder at Niagara Falls. I'll check it. I'll do some fact checking. Speaking of corpses, I want to I want to get into it is October. Finally, happy October. Happy spoopy month or whatever the fuck. Right. Um, It's candy season, which is my favorite sure. season of all. I mean, I guess it's always candy season depending on the holiday. But like, but the, it's really like this and Valentine's Day. Yeah, this like and Valentine's candy. Day. You know, I, I know that apparently Halloween is like getting more and more popular outside of the U.S. Like we have a friend in Australia who says that it's kind of getting more popular and I feel like it's getting more popular in, like, the UK or whatever. Um, it's always weird to me when, like, it's not as popular in other countries. But I guess it depends on where American you are in thing. the U.S., too. Because, like, in yeah. a lot of places in... Well, in Philly, there were so many, like, hay rides and, like, haunted houses. Like, the big crazy ones you see on those travel channel, like, oh, top really? 10 spook houses or whatever. That's cool. And uh, I, it was so much fun going to all of them. But in Arkansas... There, there isn't that sort of thing much. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a cornfield maze, yeah, and like some haunted houses, but they're like pretty low budget. Yeah, but that's kind of how um, it is here. It's because it's it's more of like a, a you know, more a small rural town, rural. Right. Sort of, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, we sorry. We what were you? So where were you going with it? Oh, um, I well, I just wanted to say that I had a like candy epiphany the past week. Mm. Um, and I'm just bringing this up because a candy it's like good but I I get in these like chocolate moods where like one month I'll be like I'll, I don't want anything to do with chocolate and then another month I'll be like I want everything to do with chocolate I don't know what it is man 
But I discovered this candy bar that I was at like World Market with my um, roommate and we were like shopping for weird candy. That's where I, I got a lot of You're the so Japanese candy you. that I sent you before. So they multicultural. Always, I know. I'm like so multicultural. I'm like whatever. I'm like whatever. I'm like great. Sure. Um, But I came across this Swedish chocolate bar called a dime bar. Have you heard of these? No. It's spelled D-A-I-M, Dime Bar. Okay, first of all, they need to learn how to spell. <laughs> Second of all, Sweden, pick a side already. Pick a fucking side. What? What does that even They're mean? They're neutral. Oh, isn't that, isn't that, that Switzerland? Switzerland? Listen. <laughs> They're basically the same thing. <sighs> Anyways, before Joe goes off the rails even more... <laughs> Um, I'm looking at pictures. So it's this, it's a dime bar. And I'd never, I just like picked it off. Like as a will, I was like, you know what? This is fine. Like I want some weird chocolate. I'd never had this before. And so then I bite into it and it's like milk chocolate on the outside. And then it's like a English butter toffee with almonds on the inside. And it was like really fucking good. Like I, I'm like on a toffee binge apparently over the past couple weeks and apparently Americans have an equivalent called the Heath bar, which I like. I was always afraid of Heath bars when I was younger because I didn't like nuts. And <laughs> look at me now. Huh? Wink, wonk. Huh? Huh? Hilarious. Right. <laughs> sure. So I never had a Heath bar before. <laughs> and then apparently there's another like equivalent score. by Hershey's called the score bar, which I'm... all of these things you're mentioning are for old people. Literally, that's what I was going to get to. Because I'm turning into an old, like, these are all old people candies. And I feel like that I'm turning into an old person right before my eyes. And I like, I mean, me- old people always have, like, little toffees in their pocket or whatever. Yeah. I don't like toffee. It makes me super thirsty. Ooh, okay. Like, is it, like, too... I don't know it, what it is. Is it too salty? No, it's, like, too... It's too, like, rich, I mm. think. Like, it's over, it, like, overloads me or okay. something. Um, what I really like are those uh, arrow bars. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are, um, uh, I know they. Just like I feel regular... like they have a mint one too. Ooh, I think it's it's just chocolate, but yeah, it's like puffed. It's like aerated chocolate. Yeah, and it's got all those little like bubbly holes in it, which I'm pretty sure is just a ploy to give you less chocolate mm-hmm. for the same price as a regular candy bar. But it's still super good. <laughs> but still, <laughs> whatever. I, I just balls deep in the conspiracy of arrow bars. <laughs> Well, um, so you're a dime fan now. Yeah. So apparently you're I'm, ready I'm turning... to move to Sweden. No, I'm ready to move into the nursing home and always have toffee bars on me to give to the little kids. That sounds that sounds worse out loud. Let's than see it did when in this was. So they've been around since 1953. That sounds about right. So I'm like, I have these these moments where I'm, I'm obsessed with different things. And I think I'm obsessed with toffee. So I'm going to eat. It's like that moment where I bought a five pound bag of gummy bears and then I ate it all and then I couldn't shit for like nine years. I feel like this is going to happen with toffee. I'm going to like eat all this toffee and then I'm never going to want to have it again in the rest of my life. So speaking of shitting. Oh, my God. I'm ready. So I told you about this. The BOGO. I just got to put this on blast. You know, I'm ready. Uh, So I've I've had Sonic the last three days Mm -hmm. and. It's three different things all the uh, in all of them. But yesterday I was there and I ordered some wings, some wings, some wings, wings. And they were like, what do you want for your second order of wings? And I was like, no, no, I just want one order of wings. And she was like, it's BOGO. You get free wings. Buy one, get one wings. So just like throwing it out there. It's like after 5 p.m. at Sonic, you get like free wings. 
is it like is this like a promotional thing or is it like on a specific day of the week or is it like always been like this i have no idea just tell them joe sent you just and they'll drive throw up you out. and say <laughs> hi joe sent me please please pull forward and never come back again you don't pull forward at sonic sam oh. you drive in you drive into the building you drive <laughs> into the building. You drive through the building at Sonic. Just ask for Cassie. Tell Cassie Joe sent you. It'll all be fun. And then you'll get a restraining order in the mail in four <laughs> to six weeks. Sounds like we both had some interesting food so, run-ins. So you're saying- I couldn't eat all the wings, though. Like, I tried, and... Because I had got garlic parmesan and then honey barbecue, and it well, was I mean, so rich. But you're 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 neat, petite, and ready to eat. Like you're you you have a small figure, but like you're a guy who likes to eat. But like I don't I think do. I I don't think I could eat two things of like two orders of wings either. Yeah, I don't think anyone should. Mm-hmm. It was like I think it was twelve wings in total, which their their boneless wings are actually just like jumbo popcorn chicken. Yeah, because like uh, it's the yeah. same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's so good. But so you were telling me before, so I'm bringing this back to candy. Um, since I had this mm-hmm. like this like weird candy discovery that I'm like and 75 year old in the nursing home that really likes English butter toffee. Um, have you ever had a moment where you and this could apply to any sort of food, but I'm just kind of relating it to chocolate and candy because it's, you know, the Halloween holiday season. Have you ever gone through life and thought that you hated a particular sort of food just because you like grew up as a child, like thinking that you hated it? And then you like tried it on a whim and you're like, oh, this is fucking delicious. Probably lettuce. Lettuce? Probably like any vegetable. I don't think I <laughs> ate vegetables till I was like 22. <laughs> oh my and God. I still don't like them. I don't like tomatoes. Tomatoes are gross. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it depends on like where the tomatoes are for me. Yeah, what? I don't know. Like, like, like if they're, where like, they're from? No, <laughs> no, I don't like geographically discriminate against my tomatoes. Oh, well, I mean, I can see people doing that, though. Like, <laughs> no, being like, oh, it's not tomato season or, oh, these are Arkansas tomatoes. Like, oh, okay. I, I guess that makes more sense. They're fresh. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, but no, just wait, like what did you mean? any vegetable in general, you're just like. Oh, yeah. Mostly lettuce, though. I started eating salads probably when I was like 24 or 25. And well, I really like salads. Isn't that when you like became a vegetarian or something? Um, you know what? For the first like couple years of being a vegetarian, I don't think I really ate salads. <laughs> I, I, I ate a just like Doritos I, like, I for like, like two years. It, are Doritos? I, I, I sometimes I, I I I didn't care that much, Sam. Yeah. If they are, yeah. Obviously, you're not I a vegetarian eat, anymore. So I would eat a uh, checkers fries, and everyone would be like, "There's like beef seasoning on them," and I'd be like, "I don't care. <laughs> I don't care." Have uh, you had these fries? They're fucking good. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but speaking of candy uh, that you're really into lately, mm-hmm. have you ever had the Sweet Tarts ropes? Oh, I, I know I've seen them before, but I don't think that I've had them. They're pretty new, like in the past couple years, I think. Yeah. And, uh, they're really good. Are they good? I'm into those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Sweet Tarts and I love like like sour candies like nerds ropes back in the day were like my jam yeah, those are good those are good i really too. love it but so sweet tarts ropes are they just like actual sweet tarts with like a hole in all of them and like around a no, string it's it's it really tastes nothing like sweet tarts it's like a a a, a twizzler-esque rope okay but it has like flavor and it's not like twisted or anything and oh. there's this goo in the middle Ooh, gooey that's like powdery goo mm-hmm. that's like sweet tarty i guess well, they had a different name until recently. They weren't branded as sweet tarts. 
and now they're branded as sweet tarts. Wait, wait, wait. Were these were these called um, kazoozles? Kazoozles. <gasps> and they, I think they rebranded them as sweet tart ropes. I okay. I I I compl- I know exactly what you're talking about now. I thought you were talking about something completely different. I went through a kazoozles phase about kazoozles. Mm, eight to twelve months ago. And I ate so many kazoozles that I don't think that I can eat them ever again because they were so delicious. They're so good. I just wish they sold more in a package. Right? Yeah. Because aren't there like oh only God, four in like the little packages or whatever? Um, there's a they've got bigger packages, but I want like a jumbo jumbo. Yeah, you want like a like a fucking barrel full of When you ring them up at Walmart, it just lists it on the receipt as sugar. <laughs> Like it doesn't have a name in the system. It literally rings up as sugar. Sugar rope. Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> God. No, kazoozles, a.k.a. sweet tart ropes, are really good. They're really, really good. good. Um, I would always get them because we had uh, my roommate and I had a couple mutual friends that worked at our local video rental store, uh, Hastings, which is now going out of business. Oh, I know. It's so sad. I know. It's like totally that like... That place is better than Barnes & Noble and right. whatever that other one is. I don't know. Books a Million. Do you have Books a Million? No, but we had Barnes & Noble's for a while. It's but. sad. Yeah, right. we went to that. Me and my friend just went to a going out of business Hastings sale. Yeah, yeah. That's Ours has been going out of business. I mean, ever since the the whole company announced that they were going under... Right. But it's still it's still hanging on by a thread. I don't know when they're actually going to close their doors, but I'm like ready. Like, there's nothing in the store anymore. But when I was there, when it was, you know, hip hop in and it wasn't going out of business, they always had kazoozles there that I, w- I wouldn't I wouldn't oh. rent anything. I wouldn't buy any books or movies or video games. I would just go there with my roommate and we would chat to the employees for an hour and a half. And then at the end of the you know shift, I would just buy a fuckload of kazoozles. And that was they're what at Walmart. I did. Are they at Walmart? Yeah, yeah, for when your Hastings goes under. <laughs> well, there you go. Now I know where to get my fix. My kazoozles addiction is real. I, You know, it's about that time of year where I should probably hop back onto the kazoozles train. Just me, half of my time is with kazoozles, and the other half of my time is with, like, old people British English toffee, apparently. So that, like, evens you out, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, like, half old, half, you know, 12-year-old. Whatever. Sure. Sure, Jan. Sure, sure. Um... <laughs> Speaking of hmm, what? <laughs> I don't know. How to are do you going to bridge us in? Speaking of young kids who are stupid, <laughs> Pepe the Frog. Oh, no. <laughs> I just want to get your thoughts on this because there's conspiracies, Sam. Mm. Have you heard the conspiracies? Okay, no. so, well, I give the headline first of all. Uh, the Anti Defamation League, which, what the fuck is that anyway? <laughs> declares Pepe the Frog a hate symbol. Things first white all, people I don't say. know what this, yeah, I don't know what this ADL, whatever league, I guess the L stands for the league. I'm pretty uh, sure that's the I people that like officially classifies that like the swastika is a hate symbol and that like white pride is a hate symbol and like the KKK. I guess. But like, do we need to be told what hate symbols are? I don't know. I feel like I've I've never heard of the ADL before this. Never. Okay. Like, what can you imagine? I don't feel like. I mean, they don't have any input. I feel like in the government or anything. Like, it's just literally a group of people who sit around determining what's offensive. And it's like, who fucking got to decide that? Like all of a sudden, like <laughs> I, mean, I can figure that out for myself. I mean, there are a lot of people who don't understand that, like, you know, putting blackface on for Halloween is like not the best decision to ever make or like being a KKK clan member for Halloween isn't the best decision to make. 
You tell that to some Arkansans around here. I mean, get lynched. It, yeah, I would get lynched <laughs> if I told them, you know, like, oh, like, you know, Oof. KK be, pretending to be the KKK member isn't the best decision. And they'll be like, well, we're going to shoot am. you in the fucking they'll face. They'll be like, I ain't pretending. <laughs> that's the real. That's, that's the real nightmare. Holy shit. Um, but the conspiracy is this group of people online tried their best to associate him with Donald Trump and with all of these like white supremacy things to make him into the hate symbol. Like it was their mm-hmm. goal to sabotage, to Pepe ruin, Frog, to ruin him. Mm-hmm. And nobody really knows if it's like, they say it worked or whatever, obviously, mm-hmm. but like, who knows if this is, I don't know if they're just bullshitting, you know, this could be just some kid trying to take credit for something that just happened organically. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I, I feel like that someone's it's, you know, it's probably 4chan taking the pay, pay, the PP Pepe, whatever, however you pronounce it, the meme and like trying to spin it to make it offensive, which is very 4chan, very, you know, depths of the Internet, like people who live in their mom's basement, whatever people sure. who they what they like to do. But like, I mean, you know, there there have been memes that have been, a, you know, that have been harmless that people try to swing them into being offensive all before. Just it completely depends on the context. Like we there we love PP Pepe memes in like our chats or whatever, but we aren't, you know, posting stickers of like a PP the frog looking like a terrorist or a PP the frog. You know, it it all depends on, you know, the context of how the the picture of PP has been um been changed and ba- been made to like you know perceive i don't know it's a fucking meme holy shit i can't believe that there's a meme in like the anti defamation defamation leagues archives now. apparently there are others really uh it says that which i've never heard of this one uh wait let me see echo symbol or something i don't know that i don't i don't, I don't either i i can't even find it in the thing now but apparently there are a few other memes in there. Oh, here it is. The ADL added the echo symbol to its hate on display database, noting that members of the alt-right movement were using it to single out Jewish users. I, I don't know what that this echo symbol is. I don't know. Is. I'm not Jewish. I don't understand. <laughs> right. Whatever. <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to see down down, <laughs> down the road if like you know, if 10, 15 years from now, we're looking back and we're like, oh, my God, I used PP the frog memes and like think of it like as a bad thing. It's just, I hope it's, not. It, yeah, I hope I not. I feel like too. we're now old enough to understand that. Like, I feel like that, you know, there's some there's some younger Internet users out there who are who probably use Pepe like everywhere, every single day, like publicly. Yeah. And they'll probably go back and be like, oh, that was weird. I used them publicly. But I don't know. It's just it's 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 so ridiculous to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know, because it's just not. I don't think it's a hate symbol. Yeah. I, I believe I, that it can be, you know, people write when people put like fucking swastikas and like, you know, burning cro- upside down crosses or like, you know, it's just another day in Arkansas. KKK symbols on the PP, the frog. Then he's a hate symbol. But I yeah. don't think he is like nat- in his natural you know drawing yeah like it wasn't like pp was never anyways i'm just i'm curious in the future if we're going to look back if it's go if the the campaign of whoever whatever fucking group online trolling forum trying to make him associated with the alt-right you know white supremacist whatever if in the future that that progression of pp or pepe the frog 
um, succeeds and it actually successfully turns into a a hate symbol when we look back onto it in the future. I'm curious to see if that'll happen. I hope it doesn't, but it'll be interesting if it does, I guess. I just like mm. just just always use memes within context, boys and girls. That's all that matters, I guess. I don't know how I feel about memes in general. I mean, memes Such are weird they're stupid. Thing. Like they're just right. They're very internet. They're very topical. They all have expiration dates. It seems like like is Harambe right. dead yet? The meme. Oh, I, I mean. hope so. I hope so. That's a dumb one. Ugh, That's yeah. not one. I don't like find it particularly offensive. Mm-hmm. It's just dumb to yeah. me. I just yeah. But if you like, there's always sometimes I come across these like archival posts of like like what were the popular memes over the past year or two years ago or three years ago. And it feels like it was like a thousand fucking years ago. Cause that's how time flies on the internet. Everything is so topical and everything has an expiration date and it just flies by so quick that, you know, we'll have another meme to worry about in the next year or month or so. I don't I know. Remember Memes are odd. First starting Tumblr like ages ago. And like, it was all the little comic people. Oh, yeah. Like the crying one and the, like, why so angry one, Mm -hmm. you know. And now those are stupid. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen them attempt to be used in, like, Amazing World of Gumball. Really? They try to, like, bring some of those faces back, like, draw them into the characters, and it's just, like, cringy. Like, that's when you know a meme is dead. When someone's trying to use it for profit in, like, a TV show, like... Oh, I guess so. When it's it's gone... That's, like, the hipster meme, you know, person being like, well, the meme's gone mainstream, but it's kind of true, you know? I guess, yeah. Yeah. I feel like when it starts getting posted on Facebook... Right. Sort of dead. That's the descent into Facebook, like, like, kills everything. Because then, like, your parents get into it and Mm -hmm. you're like, you're using it with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I just want, I just want our parents to start posting like Pepe. Mm -hmm. I'm ready. (laughs) That'll really ruin it. (laughs) God bless. Well, Well, before we, we have a little bit to get into before we get into our favorite things and our questions. Um, should we just like jump into Drag Race or do you have something else you want to talk about first? Nope, let's go for it. So Drag Race update this week. Forewarning, this is coming out on Thursday. We're talking about the previous week's episode. So we gave you an entire week to watch last week's episode. So spoiler warning, but like, goddamn, you haven't watched it in a week. It's your fault. So hashtag sorry about it. Um, so last week was another episode of Drag Race. We have the girls... Um, there's a top six with it, or, t- or I think there was a top six now because they brought, um, Tatiana and Alyssa back. Correct. Right. And, um, I can't remember the runway theme was pants, right? I think so. Cause this is the one where Alaska wore the wig mm-hmm. and the, the, the crazy fro wig and yes. the American pants. And the the challenge was like um, drag queen marketing. So you had to like market a product oh, yeah. and make a commercial and try to sell it basically. Right. And so Katya and Alaska won. Yeah. Katya and Alaska won. It was interesting because in the workroom they had some like unknown motherfucking white ass business CNBC motherfucker 
come in. I don't in. think he even know, knew what drag queens were. No, he just I, didn't seem like he knew where he was. No. And then one of our friends looked because like he was like he was some from show, some unknown show on like CNBC or some business money market horse shit. And then our friend Chris looked up like the ratings and apparently that like Drag Race had like six times as many ratings as the show ever did. So he's like a nobody like whatever. But he it was some like pasty white ass businessman coming in and like he didn't understand drag. Obviously, he didn't have like any sense of humor. And so Katya is like has a crazy sense of humor. Like she's insane. And so she was marketing this thing towards him that it was like an anti-anxiety like spray and it was like funny or whatever. And he shot it completely down and told her to like, you know, do something completely different and like drop that idea because it wasn't going to work. And I was worried. Like, what wh- what did you think when he was talking about that? Well, first of all, I I thought Katya's product was kind of dumb, mm-hmm. but like in like a non drag queen sense, okay. like for for Katya, it's for this show, like it was whatever, it was great, mm-hmm. you know, because this is not reality. This is like yeah, I don't even know. This is like its own fucking little world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that like I was kind of worried when she was filming her like infomercial, mm-hmm. but. Like, after seeing the finished one, I was like, oh, well, that was actually good. Yeah, like, that's the sort um, of thing. I, I, I guess I kind of, like, I I wanted Katya to trust her instinct on that. And I was worried that, like, that businessman was going to kind of shoot her down and that she was going to try to play it safe or do something that was not very Katya-esque. Um, but then she, you know, she won the challenge with uh, Alaska, right? Yeah? Yeah. And Alaska's... I thought Tatiana's was horrible. Yeah, so what was... Ta- so Tatiana's was a tea set... Like it was spilling. a tea set, like, yeah, like, that you drink tea out of while gossiping about people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sh- like, sh- I have, it just doesn't, it was not Tatiana. Like, yeah. W- she yeah. just isn't mean. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I thought that was really stupid. And like, um, I don't know. I like, don't even know what Roxy's was. What was Roxy's? Oh, the wig tape. Oh, yeah. Like Roxy's wig tape. That was just bland, I guess. It was awful. It was bland like Roxy. Mm-hmm. She's horribly and then <laughs> And then there was Alyssa's. It was Alyssa's go-go juice or something. Yeah, I thought that was good, but I thought her infomercial could have been better. Yeah, she, I mean, she was insane in her infomercial. She was very right. Alyssa, which made it work. But yeah, yeah there definitely could have been more. Who else? <laughs> Is that it? Uh, we're missing one person. One, two, three, four, five. Detox. Detox with the talking trash can. That was also horrible. (laughs) I thought that was really awful. I thought that was dumb. Mm -hmm. And not just, I felt like she didn't have good phrases. I get that they were supposed to be like her catchphrases or something, but I don't think they were good. Mm -hmm. And then the trash can was just like actually garbage. Yeah. I mean, it was. That should have been thrown in the trash. (laughs) So disgusting. Yeah, it was very uh, thrown together. I thought that like the idea was good, but I just feel like the execution in every aspect of the word just like wasn't it wasn't done very well. Um, And so then we had the lip sync between the top two, which was Alaska and Katya. Um, I I don't remember what the lip sync song was. Um, I don't either. But I could tell by the editing because like sometimes like if you want to get meta with reality TV, like the if if you look at the screen time that the the editors give each of the queens, especially during the lip sync, they gave Alaska a lot more screen time. So that kind of told me that Alaska was going to win the lip sync. And then, you know, boom, she won the lip sync, um, even though I thought both of them did pretty well. 
Um, but then the bottom two were uh, Tatiana and Roxy Andrews. Did you agree with the bottom two? Yeah, I think Roxy should have. She's outstayed already. She should have gone home weeks and weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have any. She seems super nice, but like, that's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. Like her. I thought her outfit was a mess. Like, it just didn't look. It looked sloppy. It mm-hmm. looked like she picked it out from a thrift store or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think she's outstayed like her welcome. And I can't believe that she didn't go home. Well, that's the thing is like a lot of people were were angry in many senses because Tatiana went home. Um, but I feel like that people were more angry because they thought that um, Detox deserved to be in the bottom more than Tatiana did. Do you agree with that? Um, I don't know. I really hated Tatiana's. Like, yeah. honestly, I don't think either one of them was is was going to win the competition, like mm-hmm. the overall season, like yeah. Tatiana or Roxy. I think they're both just on borrowed time at the moment. Yeah. Like, they'll, Roxy will be gone hopefully next week. Like, mm-hmm. nothing against her. She just, she's way overstayed. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, no, she's I, been to the bottom, I, like, what, four times Roxy has? Yeah, something like, like that. Like, she doesn't even, she, like, doesn't even rent an apartment in the bottom. She has a house that she bought <laughs> in the bottom, too, and she lives there the entire she season. She resides there, basically, permanently. Yeah. I thought Detox's, uh, what, 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 was she, what was her pant outfit? I don't remember. Um, I don't remember. Oh, well, I think, um, I, I think it was, it was either of their time. Yeah. But I didn't think Detox deserved to be in the bottom two. I don't yeah. know why. Okay, okay. Well, Even I mean, though her I, trash can was garbage. <laughs> I don't know. Even though her she garbage still was has actual personality. Garbage. Like, I don't feel like Tatiana or Roxy really have personalities. Yeah. Um, so. But people were going after Alaska because Alaska chose for Tatiana to go home. Um, yeah. And everyone, everyone thought that, you know, and, and this is interesting because when Tatiana went home last time, it was Tatiana and Roxy in the bottom and it was Alaska and Katya lip syncing and Alaska won. So this is like that entire episode over again. And the exact same result happened. So I'm I'm kind of like surprised that people thought that Alaska was going to send Roxy home because like Roxy is one of her really good Judy's, like one of her really good friends. And, you know, I'm not I'm not surprised. I mean, I, I wish that Roxy went home. But like since Alaska won the lip sync, I'm not surprised that she kept her friend there. You know, it's kind of like, I don't know why people were like, you know, putting Alaska on blast because of it, because it's like, I don't know. I like, what the fuck do you like? If your best friend was also there, like, wouldn't you have some sort of bias? I would them? literally send you home. I mean, but see, like, you, you're soulless. Like, literally you, <laughs> send you home. You I would like pack your bags for you. <laughs> you wouldn't even you wouldn't even be like you would be safe. You wouldn't even have to lip sync. But you would like go up to the judges and be like, could you please send <laughs> Sam home? I, I know I didn't win this week. I know I was only safe and I'm not lip syncing. But like, could you just could you just send if, Sam home, please? <laughs> if you had the personality of Roxy, which thank God you don't. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> thank you <laughs> i would be like honey i would i wouldn't even tell you it was a choice i would show the camera my lipstick while i was picking it out and i would here here's the person <laughs> here <laughs> and then i would throw it at your forehead when i won the lip sync mm-hmm. i mean probably it's <laughs> and probably i'd well say deserved. don't let the door hit you on the way out honey right and that would be it no but i i understand like i don't know their friendship obviously i knew about the Alaska talks or did Roxy talks? I Alaska talks know. is what it's called. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's it. 
It was a shocking one to me because I thought Roxy deserved to go home more. But I get that they're friends or whatever. But her only reason was like, one of you is gorgeous and great and perfect. And the other one let me borrow this top. Right. So I'm going to send home the gorgeous one. Right. Like, what the fuck? Your only reasoning is they let you like, I don't know. I mean, she should have had more reasoning. I feel like that she didn't have any reasons other than Roxy was her best friend. And so that she couldn't really say anything. True. So whatever. So if Roxy doesn't go home next week, what are you going to do? I don't know. (laughs) She's just she is such dead weight. I just Mm -hmm. hate to say it, but oh, my God, she's dead weight. Well, I mean, it's it's accurate because she's been in the bottom so many goddamn times. It's like, you know, you can only you can only be on life support for so many rounds. Roxy, honey, just like she seems like the nicest person in the world. But I don't think she's right for being there. I feel like that she's she's definitely changed because she was pretty cutthroat in her season. She was kind of the really of her season. She was she kind of pulled out the claws because she was insecure and she was she was admitting that during this season she was like yeah like i was a complete bitch you know during my season and i feel like that the fifi o'hara redemption story was given to roxy i feel like that roxy's really redeemed herself because like you said like she's she's been really nice this season it's just that's kind of her only quality right now (laughs) interesting but i don't know you're a bitch or a bore Right. What can I say? But this week is actually interesting because the challenge involves um, the queen's families, like either their mom or their sister or their grandmother. They come and like apparently they get to like they have to drag them up or something. So like it's going to be emotional this week because these girls haven't seen or talked to any part of their family, you know, since filming had happened. And so now they've been like a week ago. I mean, literally. (laughs) Aren't they only there for like. They're literally only there for like two weeks, aren't they? No, no. They have, um, they're there for, I think if you make it to the top, I think you're, you're competing there for about six weeks, I believe. Six weeks? I thought they were like whipping them out so that they didn't have to pay for like hotels and no Whatever. like they're they're there for a while because they have like break days also like they only film during like the five-day work week sometimes they have multiple days to work on challenges and like outfits and stuff like that oh. um so it's it's not like as rapid fire as you like as it's it's it seems to be as it as mm. you would assume um mm. so i mean yeah it'll be interesting because i'm i, I love that like emotional like oh my god like my mom's here and i'm crying like i'd eat that shit up so i'm excited for this episode of drag race on this thursday when this podcast comes out so Hmm. well well good thoughts yes good thoughts drag race update um so right now before we get into everything else joe who do you want to win who do you want to win still alaska still Still alaska Alaska. she's just too good she's Mm -hmm. one too many she deserves it at this point yeah yeah i feel that is that your choice too no, I'm going to go with Katya again. I think last week was, was Alaska for me. Um, and I think I'm just going to go with Katya since you're going with Alaska. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I man. still have yet to see the spark in Katya that I feel like everyone led me to believe I would see. Mm-hmm. Well, but I, mean, I, I, I still I, think she's a strong contender. No, but no, I no, don't no, yeah. feel like she's I don't know. I don't know what's missing for me. Well, I, I, I don't really she's had some flops. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, I feel like that a lot of people are really into Katya because of her her personality during her season. And she's done a lot of things postseason. Like she had a couple different web series talking about the show. 
um, the one was called like Rugrats and one was, I don't remember what the other one was called. She has this really successful show on wow presents with another drag queen called Trixie Mattel, where they just like talk about nothing and they just like ramble and it's like really funny. So I think Katya has a lot of other things out there that, um, kind of help with her story and help kind of with people understanding her. Um, and I, I think that's why I like her a lot because like she has a lot of content out there that really kind of showcases her crazy personality that isn't just drag race, but if just going from the show, I feel like the Alaska is just like taking it full force. I definitely agree mm -hmm. with you. So, well then drag race update. There you go. But I think it's time to move on to our favorite things. These are a few of our favorite things. So um, both of our favorite things involve Netflix. So oh. you should go first. I feel I like. I don't know what my favorite thing is. Because I just do. <laughs> oh, my God. We're like twins. Twinsies. Twins. I'm Tw the cute, smart one. You're Tia. I'm Tamara. You're you. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, you know what my favorite thing already. It's the new Amanda Knox documentary. Yes, so you saw it. I also saw it. We reserved talking about it until the podcast. We haven't spoke to each other about it. So I want your full opinion on everything. I liked it, obviously, because I've I followed the Amanda Knox case. I read the first part out of her book. <laughs> until the um, trial. I read it up until the trial, and I was like, oh, I need to do this. But I think mm -hmm. the, I think it's in, the documentary inspired me to read more, the rest of it because oh, really? it was so much more detailed. I felt like the documentary really only scratched the surface. Oh, totally. Like, it was nice. Like, the events leading up to it, I feel like were barely mentioned when mm -hmm. that's the part of the book I read. And it's a big chunk of the book, yeah. like about like what exactly was going on, what the relationships were and all that. But I, what I liked about the documentary was that it, like the book is Amanda's point of view. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the documentary, we got to talk to the journalist, talk the to Italian the detectives, talk to Raphael, talk to like the forensics experts and you really got to see their personalities, too. And so mm -hmm. you got to see, like, how the media acted and you got to see, like, how crazy the prosecutor was. And like, yeah. And like you got you got to see clips of the media frenzy that was going on while it was happening, which is right. Something you can't really I mean, like you can understand a little bit from the book by like actually seeing, you know, the the a news lot of that was on the news. Stuff. Yeah. Like the the like crowds and stuff. Mm -hmm. well, that was a lot of like news footage, I felt like. Yeah. But I mean, it is still interesting seeing it in context and like all lumped together and whatever. Yeah. Because um, I just feel like anyone with a brain who watched the trial just saw that it was a witch hunt from the start. Yeah. Like just saw that they picked a person who would look good in the media and went after her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was the perfect story. And yeah. so... I don't know. It was it was nice to see all the different people, though. And I especially yeah. liked the Italian forensics people who were like, yeah, there's no way that she did it. Right. Basically. And it was just like, like to see the like, for the most part, I feel like the Italians were the ones who wanted her convicted. Just I don't know why. Yeah, it was uh, it was it looked it seemed like it was a witch hunt. Yeah. Right. And so it was it was cool to see the Italian forensics people being like, no, like no, no. there's there's no way this was all contaminated. Yeah. I'm positive of it. And it was cool to see. So yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I felt like it was very interesting. I mean, I knew a little bit about the Amanda Knox case. I remember like you were obsessed with it for a while. You still are very into it. But I, I didn't really live through it. Like I wasn't, you know, paying attention to it when it was happening. And I never kind of 
really dove into like the case story and and everything about it. So I think the the Netflix documentary was for me was a really good generalization of the whole thing. So I definitely understand it more in context as a whole rather than like individual little pieces of it. Um, so I definitely enjoyed it too. I, I definitely liked it. But. Yeah, I recommend it. I yeah. recommend the documentary, especially like uh, like you were saying, you know, you you had knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's it is a good crash course. Yeah. In the crash case. course on Amanda Knox. Right. Right. And then I also recommend picking up the book and reading the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I can't recommend the rest of it yet, but I so, am going to try to read the rest of it. So how much like how far into the book? are you like how far was it until you stopped and it got like really like trial i feel like i was about a third like there's a pretty big chunk of the book dedicated to um like who she was before like when she lived in seattle Mm -hmm. um her thought processes while she was living where she was living like it was like a day-by-day journal situation Mm -hmm. um so yeah like i feel like there was a lot more explanation in the book for mm -hmm. sure which I wish they would have made the documentary longer and and had Amanda talk more about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but who knows? It's like the IRL. It's like the it's like more making a murderer sort of like mystery sort of stuff that I Netflix is banking off of, which I think is right. Right. It's a smart thing to do. But I guess the real question here is: Do you think that Raphael is attractive? Uh, I think with the shorter hair, he was. Yeah. Yeah, I think his personality is really attractive, too. Like, mm-hmm. he's really nerdy and, like, quiet, and I like right. that. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I'd let him fuck me. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you'd let Mike Pence fuck you, right? I could relate to their whirlwind romance. Yes. I feel like I've had similar situations where it's like you fall in love with someone really fast, and you have all of these, like, hot weekends and, like, getaways together. You just and- fuck for a week. And then you're exactly done. exactly mm-hmm. and i could understand that that situation that she was in and i mm-hmm. think it's nice that they still somewhat keep in touch like, yeah you know um which she has talked about in her book a little bit too yeah so well i think he's yeah. super cute i like him with any hairstyle he's just like nerdy and he like runs like an it company in italy now and i'm just like girl hit me up like hey like whatever we can drink Same. wine and like fuck I'd be i'd let him down punch with me I mean, you let I'd anyone let him... punch you as long as they paid enough. <laughs> I would. I want like I want like Lindsay Lohan to punch me. Well, don't let her lose a finger or whatever. Oh, God, she didn't even lose a finger. I just like I just really want famous people to punch me, like <laughs> not in a sexual way. Do I you just like want... do you think that you'll get famous if a famous person punches you? No, I just want the story. I oh, just okay. want to say they totally punched me. Like oh my God. I like Zac Efron fucking punched me. Sarah Michelle. I think Geller he would actually me break me in half. Yeah, that would be cool too. Kick oh, me like in the face. that would that would be your dream if Zac Efron like okay, literally yeah, that gave one you a would spinal be like injury. Sexual for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. Just like but, yeah, totes. Rip your legs off and you'd be like, I came. Totes. Sure. Anyways, good favorite thing. <laughs> Thank you. What's yours? Um, so my favorite thing is, I like I say before, it takes me a while to get into things. It gets me a while to finish things. But um, a long time ago, I watched the first couple episodes of Jessica Jones, and I finally watched the whole damn thing. I finished it. It was really great. I loved it. And I'm like 10 years late to the party, 
But um, my roommate was watching the newest thing, the newest Marvel series, Luke Cage, which is about Luke Cage, who's also Jessica Jones, like the big, burly, indestructible, lovely African-American piece of ass that I want. And so I got to catch the tail end of that when she was watching it. And she was like, you really need to watch the rest of Jessica Jones. So then I did. And I stayed up to like six in the fucking morning, binge watching the whole thing. And I really, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed Jessica Jones. Now, didn't you say that you watched Jessica Jones? Did you watch no, it No, I haven't seen it. I was going to ask you to give me a crash course. Oh, okay. Because all I, I know the minimal about it, probably. Mm-hmm. And I want to know more because everyone likes it. Okay. So it's like the thing that, that always turns me off about this is that, like I see Marvel and I'm like, oh, like I'm going to have to like, I shouldn't watch this unless I know like all this backstory. And I'm like, I'm not into comics or like superheroes or whatever. Like the, the thing that I really, really like about these, these Marvel series on Netflix is it's like, it's all of these stories and it's not like people in spandex suits you know, saving the world every episode. It's like really complex characters with like really interesting and real flaws. And like they're, they just, I feel like that in Jessica Jones, her powers are very subdued. Um, It's like the, the show isn't really concentrating on her powers. It's concentrating on her as a person, which I really enjoyed. So uh, just like a very brief crash course, like Jessica Jones is this private investigator in Hell's Kitchen in New York city and she's like a like really anti-hero, pessimistic, um, raging alcoholic, has a lot of problems, has PTSD. Um, and she used to be like she she dabbled in being a superhero before. Like she had a costume and everything. And then it wasn't for her. But there was this man that um, was kind of mind controlling her for like eight months. And this mm-hmm. man, this man told her to do things like horrible things that she wouldn't do. Like if she, he was basically mind raping her for eight straight months. And, um, she finally like got out of it and ran away. And so like basically the entire series is her dealing with that still and trying to get over it. And then he comes back into her life in a specific way. And she has to confront him. Um, the, the guy, this, and he's like a super villain, you know, in a sense, but he's Mm -hmm. like super maniacal. He's like super, just like gross. And he makes people do horrible, horrible things by just telling them to, they always have to follow his commands. Um, and so she has to actually confront him again because he is targeting people that are in Jessica's life that are like her friends and her family and, and people like that. So he forces himself back into her life and she has to, um, confront everything with him all over again. And it's, it's very, it's, it's very psychological thriller, very, um, kind of film noir, dark, um, adult. It's it was really good. I really enjoyed it just because that all the characters and especially Jessica herself is this, she's not just like an ex superhero. Like that's on the back burner. It's like, she's an alcoholic and she has PTSD and she like is a bitch. And she like, she's very fully fleshed, like complicated as any human should um but i feel like that to me if it was marketed to me less as a superhero movie and more of a psychological thriller i feel like that i would have hopped on the bandwagon more because something some like weird association with superhero movies and me i just like don't jump onto it because i'm like afraid but i'm just like oh i'm just not gonna like it like i'm not into superhero movies but this is barely a superhero movie and more of like a thriller tv show that's good to hear because i would i feel like i'm similar to that yeah like i don't 
you know, they're at the moment they're like all those WB shows like mm-hmm. Wonder Girl or Wonder Yeah, yeah and like Wonder the Flash Girl, and all these the Flash things. and Green Arrow and they're I feel like they're very budgety. Yes. Like they seem to me, you know, I see the costumes and they don't look good in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um but I see that like the amount of money Netflix pours into all of their like, you know, programming Original content, yeah. Right. And um I, yeah, I, I wish I had known more that it was a thriller than like I associated it with Jessica Jones, like superhero. Yeah, no, she's so. she's not a she's not a hero in this. She's not a superhero. She doesn't wear a costume like it's her like dealing with real problems and like really fucked up situations. And it's it's it fucks with your head and it and it fucks with her head. And it's really good. It's definitely really good. It's super like high quality. It's super adult. There's like nice raunchy sex scenes and swearing and like violence and it's real and it's raw and it's not like a CW series. It's like so not real. that. So real. So like, raw. Oh my God. So raw. Like, oh my God. So it's like real. A, it's like I'm a pop up. Like click me. I'm so real. I'm so raw. Like I'll type to you. Like we can web chat. Like, you know. Sure. So favorite thing, Jessica Jones. <laughs> I recommend it as a psychological thriller yeah. TV show with a hint of superhero, but you don't even need to know anything. It's How many not, episodes? Um, 13. 13 one-hour episodes, I believe. That's a pretty good length. I'll have yeah. to check that out. Yeah, I would recommend just just like, you know, don't even dedicate. Just watch the first episode and see if, you know, if you like the atmosphere. And if you want to continue, then continue. That's what I'd okay. recommend. So there you go. Oh. Well, good well, favorite things. We, we have Amanda Knox. We have Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, two wonderful women. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. We have a couple email questions, don't we? We do indeed. Uh, shall I just get on it? Yeah, get into it. Uh, this one's from Amy. She says, hey, Sam and Joe, it's Amy from Australia. I've called in a few times before, and it always means a lot when you answer my question. So thanks for that. Anyway, now that spooky season is upon us, my question is, what is your favorite Halloween costume you've dressed up as before? And or what would your ideal Halloween costume be if you had no limitations and could do literally anything? I'm oh really gosh. shit at ending emails, but I hope you all both have a great week. Uh, oh, I almost read the end. It says, sent from my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, iPhone. I thank really you, appreciate iPhone. it. <laughs> We've got our, our iPhone in Australia. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you, Amy. Yeah, thanks it so much. It is spooky season, which I'm excited about. Even though I don't you really, I haven't done anything for Halloween in like five years, probably, which I just, sucks. I, I just love I just the haven't atmosphere. Been anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, my best friend though, she like hides in her house, turns off all of her lights, and like will like for the entire night. Really? She doesn't, yeah, she doesn't want to do trick or treaters. Like she hates it. Like she hates I'm, being scared. I'm very introverted and very antisocial, but I remember like trick or treating, and I I do like seeing like all the little kids in their outfits because they're all like so adorable, and like you know seeing all the little pumpkins go out with their with their parents, you know, teaching them how to trick or treat. So I I for someone who hates children and hates people in general, I do keep my light on and have candy for the kids because I I do enjoy it. Because I remember what it was like, you know, but I understand like turning out your lights and hiding in the closet, you know, but 
I want, I'm excited to get my own place because I want to like dress up to give candy to the kids. Oh, you know what I mean? That'd be so like, cute. I would love to be in costume and stuff or even just dress up. I would like to go to more Halloween parties. There's, I've just been in Arkansas for the f- past few Halloweens and there's shit to do. Nothing here, happening. You know? There's nothing happening. I don't got no friends here. Right. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, so the question though. Yes. What's your favorite Halloween costume or your ideal if you had no limitations? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I know that we've, we've had, what, two? We've had two uh, Halloweens that we've gone through with the podcast, I think. I believe so. Um, and so I don't know. We might be regurgitating our favorite costumes. I'm sure we've gotten this question before, but um, uh, things always change and whatever. But I remember um, uh, a costume that was a double costume between my sister and I. And I was pretty young. I think it was like six or seven. Um, And my parents had a double Halloween costume that they wore when they were uh, newlyweds or something. Or like they wore it to a Halloween party and they still had the costume. So my sister and I wore it um, when we were younger and it was a pair of dice. And it was just like a cardboard box painted like a dice. And there was the two of us and we were walking around. And it was just like I remember seeing pictures of it like after the fact when I was older and seeing how actually adorable it was like that my sister and I dressed up like that. And from what I remember, we got a fuckload of candy that season. So I think that's why I really enjoyed that costume because it like is associated with lots and lots of good candy. So I think it's probably my favorite, my favorite one because we looked adorable and I got a lot of candy. So pair of dice is always a, a cute one to go to. I guess. I don't know. What about you? Um, We should post these on Facebook. I don't know. We may have in the past, but we should, if we can round up some pictures. I think we made a collage once of them. Yeah, probably. Um, Mine has to be, it's probably changed from my last answer anyway. I was Mm -hmm. a lion one year. (gasps) And I I remember it very well because it was kind of rainy that Mm -hmm. Halloween. And so my tail was long and it like dragged on the ground and it had it had like a yarn poofy at the end of it. Oh. And it was just like soaking wet. And I kept having to like hold my tail everywhere <laughs> like the cowardly lion did. Oh. Um, but I, rem- I think I, I liked that one so much because me and my mom worked on it together. Oh. Like sh- we I'm sure, you know, she did most of the work because I had to have been like six or seven. I was pretty little. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure she did most of the work, but. It was fun. I liked it. Yeah, we should totally get pictures. I'm sure. I know my yeah. mom has pictures. I just have to we'll t- round teach, her, up. teach her how to scan it with or t- let her take a picture just of it with her phone. Just take a picture with something. her, yeah. <laughs> take a picture Before of the Before the picture. end of the month, we'll see what we can get to you. Yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah. I know that both Joe and I probably have some cute Halloween costumes that we, we dug um, up. So your ideal, though, like what would you be if you had no limitations? If I had no limitations, oh, God, I don't even know. I would love to, I don't, I don't know. Just like there's so many opportunities and so many like different um, people that I could dress up as. I feel like that I would really love a like super authentic, like no strings attached, every accessory link from legend of zelda outfit with like the sword and the shield and like everything like the right texture and color and just like totally authentic i'd love a costume of link that'd be super cool what about you that would be cool a really like pro one that'd be awesome oh yeah um i would do okay so i've seen a lot of diva cosplay i'm actually working that's the gun i was spray painting (gasps) oh uh, my god i know our our friend libby is working on one is it gonna be a competition um, on who's the best diva 
No, no, because I think Libby would win. <laughs> but uh, I've been working on this gun for like a week now or so. I've been wanting to get it like done. I just spray painted it uh, a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's looking good. It's obviously not going to be just like her light gun. But yeah. what I would do if I had like infinite resources right now, I'm working on like this isn't really for Halloween. It's more like for like cosplay down the line. Yeah. Like a uh, gender bender male diva from overwatch and like casual outfit because i've seen some cool like casual ones with like a a letterman jacket but it has like her symbols on it and stuff oh that'd be so awesome um but i would if i had unlimited resources i'd build her fucking mecca dude like i would like hire some people and we would like construct it so that it was like wearable and usable and i would like get in it and I would like go to houses and the guns would work and I'd be like give me your fucking candy or else I'm gonna explode this mecca and then I'd actually be called a terrorist probably so maybe I wouldn't do that but you know you'd go out with a bang Joe I'd go out with a bang you'd go out with a bang but it would be like it would be like post buff diva so my mecca exploding wouldn't kill me yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you know yeah 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 you could probably contact like Area 51 or like the you know United <laughs> States government, the military. You could probably get some contracts going. Yeah, I mean, it does say like unlimited resources, mm-hmm. so or it says no limitations. So yeah, totes. Well, that's, that's a good I question. I I would be I would never I would avoid you at all costs if you had a mecca. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> I would think I would be a, such a great diva. Like, why mecca. would there's no point of walking? anymore like you just no. like you just be in your mecca all the time like you, you would you'd roll up to sonic in your mecca <laughs> just hang out she is like unnaturally positioned in that thing like yeah. her her legs are above her head like it's so bent weird behind her and crossed and it's yeah. so uncomfortable but yeah, I, uh, I wouldn't care i just maybe just cut my legs off i don't care <laughs> well you don't need them anyway they're no, useless no 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 well, good, good costumes. Yeah, costumes. good question. Good question. I love, I, I totally want to see like a full, fully fledged like um, diva outfit with her light gun. I think that'd be super cool. Yeah, totes, totes. Maybe for the next like convention. It'll Ooh. be ready to debut. Maybe. I, so. I was looking at the jackets today. There's some cheap ones from China. So, you know, that's right up my alley. We can, go, we can go to a convention together and I'll just be Oscar the Grouch. I'll just like, totes. it'll be me just... in a trash can. I'll just uh, dip you in glue and then like throw like green felt all over you. Perfect. Sure. Authentic. We got this. We got it. <laughs> it's good. It's perfect. Graduitos. Great. Graduitos. Great. Whatever. Whatever. Um, are you ready for the next one? I'm ready. All right. This one is from Tom. Tom has uh, sent us in some questions before from England. Mm-hmm. Bright O country, England. He said, uh, this is also bait for me to do another horrible British accent, which I guess I just did. But it's a voice memo. So uh, we will play that now. Sounds good. Hello, the show. You guys asked for politics questions. And since apparently hacking the world's power grid isn't enough and the American election cycle has to take over all our news time, I have some. I want to know who you'd vote for if you could have anyone in the world, alive or dead. And also who you think would be the worst possible candidate. See if you can find anyone worse than Trump. As always, love the show, Tom. Well, thank you, Tom. Uh, so basically, Tom wants to know uh, who we would vote for if we could vote for anybody, which I think technically we can write in anybody on the ballot. But mm-hmm. I think it's more like anybody who we could get elected. Yeah. Uh, and then who would be uh, the worst choice ever, like after Trump even? 
Mm-hmm. It was interesting, though. Tom said in his uh, voice memo, he was talking about um, how we're blowing up the, like, the British media. Like, our election is reported heavily in other countries, which I always think is really weird. Yeah. Because whenever I talk to foreign friends, they always have opinions on our elections. And then yeah. when their elections are going on, I'm like... I don't know who the fuck any of these people are. Right, right. Like, I feel like that's, that's, and it's not, it's partially our fault, but it's partially, it's not reported here. Like, other people's elections are not reported here. We're just, like, really popular everywhere else. Like, it's not our fault that we're green. It's not the only president, it's not our fault. The only president that matters is the president of the United States. Like, I don't know, like, I have very scaly skin, and, like, I just, like, I'm a lizard. It's not my fault. I live in the greatest country in the world. I like, almost said in America. <laughs> I live in the greatest country in America. <laughs> I guess that would still be like half of the world. I mean, technically, America's like sure, this whole, Jan. This whole shithole over here. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, so the question anyways. was: if you could elect anyone to be president, who would it be, Joe? Me. <laughs> <laughs> God, like, fucking duh. Good luck, uh, honey. Uh, no, actually, I probably wouldn't want it to be me because the president always gets, like, really big wrinkles really fast. Right, and, like, gray um, hair really fast. I think it would be Leonardo DiCaprio. Why? Because he's, like, super, like, environmentalist. And so mm-hmm. I feel like finally we would have a world leader who, like, actually cared about the environment and didn't, like, fake care about the environment. Mm-hmm. Cough, cough, Obama. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know Obama. It's whatever. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> so that's the first, like, that's one good reason. And I feel like he's also, like, super chill. Like, he's he's down with the gays. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, you know what, though? We need a gay president. Right. I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if Leo. Carson Kressley, president, 2016. Who's a gay Lucian Piano. (laughs) No, no. No, no, no. I know we're about to talk about him. I know, I know. Uh, Not Carson Kressley. No, thank you. Ross Matthews? I don't know. I can't even think of any gay people I like. Um, Colton whatever. White. Colton Haynes. Colton Haynes. (laughs) (laughs) The porn star. Is he a porn star? Wait, who's called? Oh, no, no, no. That's the werewolf dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Teen Wolf. He's on Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf, Teen and Wolf. And he's white. Um, I don't know. Either me, Leonardo. Di- if, if Leonardo DiCaprio, I just wish he was gay, and then I would choose him for sure. Mm-hmm. We really need a gay woman. Maybe my right? sister. I don't know. Ooh, my sister yeah. knows nothing about the news, so maybe. She doesn't, yeah, she doesn't know much about anything. I just wouldn't want, maybe no president. Maybe no president. No president. I would just dissolve the United States. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you might as well just vote for Trump then. No. (laughs) Okay, who would your pick be? Okay, so. That's a hard question. Right, it is kind of a hard question. Um, If I could elect anyone, I feel like that it would either be Obama to be supreme leader of the U.S. for eternally. Like like the Kim Jong-un of America, just because I like him. Um, but if you want a lesbian woman, I do have to give a shout out to our local um, person who's running for the House of Representatives in Montana, I guess. Um, the Democratic ticket is a woman named Denise Juno, 
in Montana. You should be watching our election because it might turn out that the uh, Democrats win in our favor. So the Democratic ticket, if I didn't say it, was um, Denise Juno, and she is a Native American lesbian woman. And she is fucking rad. She's insane and lovely. And she was actually um, part of our like secretary of education or something. She was like really she loves education and schooling and stuff. And I think she was a she's like a law professor or something, but she's pretty dope. So I would either have Obama as eternal president or for the lesbian woman equivalent, I would represent our local Denise Juno as president because I want her to run the world because we do need a lesbian woman to put this <gasps> shit into place. Uh, first of all, I disagree with Obama. I think he's doing horribly now. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, he gave up. Honey I mean, gave up. He's I at mean, the point yeah. where he's just pardoning everybody left and right now. Except like, for Snowden. He's not pardoning he know he's Snowden. Going, I know, that's the other point. I was just about to say, I would maybe have Edward Snowden be president. Mm -hmm. Oh, Because I feel be like he would shut it down. He would shut everything he down. He would Holy shut shit. it down. I feel like, I f truly do feel like Edward Snowden somewhat cares about our rights. Which I can't say for either Hillary or Trump, to be honest. No, I, and I Obama totally agree right you. now. I feel like Obama's heart's in the right place, but I feel like he's done. Well, I mean, like he's wouldn't you it. be done? Wouldn't you be done? Oh the yeah, past, yeah, yeah. Like, no question. Six, Twelve. But months? that's why I think it's a good thing that I think it's really good that a person can only be in term for like twice. I also agree. I do because agree. I don't. I don't want them to be eternal. Right. They get so fucking done. Mm-hmm. Um. What about the worst person? Oh God! Uh, besides Donald Trump, I, mm, Lindsay um, Lohan. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay um, Lohan. Oh no, no, no! I feel like that it would be the Duggars, the entire family, oh. all twenty-seven thousand of them were con conjunctively the president of the United States. Yeah, Jared Fogle maybe. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can you run the entire country from like a maximum security prison? I don't know. Well, we can oh. find out. I think Martha Stewart would be a good choice. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, Jody my God. Foster. She... Yeah. Sure. 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 Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, that'd be good. Why Who's... are all of my picks celebrities? I, I don't mean, know. I just am really into celebrity culture. Mm -hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, are Kanye. you ready for the Kim for the Kardashians to actually run America? You know what, though? Okay. I don't know if everything's like okay in Kanye's brain. I just mm. don't know for sure. But I know <laughs> I that it's think probably Kanye more. <laughs> I don't think Kanye knows either. But I think it's more right than Trump's brain. I agree. At least. I also so agree. I don't know. Yeah. If, if you just... need, if you, if you're voting for Trump, follow Lucian Piane on Twitter. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Cause it's horrible. Cause he's the, him and like, he dug his own grape. Yeah, what does he, he do? What did he do? No. Like what does he do? Oh, I don't so, know what he does. So life. he, he produces a lot of the music for like the music challenges of drag race. He was, he com composed and produced, um, a couple of Ruse albums but like, um, what's his real job? Um, literally, have no idea. Oh, okay, that sounds about right. Shooting itself in the foot—that's his real job, apparently. So, yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, it just—I—it—it's not worth your time. That's what I'm saying. It's true. It's true. Anyways, well, is good that answers. All, is that all? Is that all the questions? That's all. Uh, so thank you to Tom and iPhone for your questions. Thanks, iPhone. Thanks, really iPhone. appreciate it. 
Uh, so Sam, how can they get a hold of us if they want to contact us? Well, if you want to email us like those two lovely people did, you can shoot us an email with a question, comment, or whatever. Either type it up or you can send us a voice memo at the show Sam and Joe at gmail.com. That is the show Sam and Joe at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We always need more material to talk about. We love every single one of your faces and all of your questions and comments, and you give us great ideas to talk about. If you don't have an email address because you're living in 1974, you can give us a call at our phone number, which comes up at the end of every episode of the podcast. Um, you can either text us or you can leave us a nice little voicemail and we'll play it um, for you instead. If you want to hit us up on Facebook, you can. It's facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Um, we post our podcast there every single week when it comes out. And sometimes we think about posting little tidbits like we might figure out our costumes or old costumes or whatever pictures when I post them there. Who knows? Um, we also have we're on Twitter all the time at BitCrunch and at Joseph Birdsong, respectively. You can always tweet us there or you can follow us. I don't know why do you want to follow me all i post i like shit post and talk about politics that's literally my entire twitter um but you can tweet us at, there if you want um if you want to support us you can at patreon.com slash the show sam and joe you can give us a contribution for every podcast that we post um you can get special things like your name at the end of the podcast or a postcard in the mail or other wonderful little things you can even get interviewed if you want that's one of our perks um, but if you don't want to do that, but still want to support us, we have a Spreadshirt at the show theshowsamandjoe.spreadshirt.com, which has some of our interesting merch, like a mouse pad with both of our faces. So you can just like rub our faces when you get frustrated or a shirt that says a cup of fresh air or how to train your brain. You can totally check those out at the show theshowsamandjoe.spreadshirt.com. But other than that, I think that's it. Great. Great. Congratulations. <laughs> it's fucking great. Great. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we love you guys. And uh, I guess we will see you next week. Yep, sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also donate to help us keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch. If you fancy yourself a cup of fresh air mug, train your brain shirt, and more, you can go to the show samandjoe.spreadshirt.com. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments, or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to say a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex G. Alex P. Allison B. Anna V. Austin B. Ben B. David M. Emily T. Eric H. Feliciano D. Jack C. Jazza. Jonathan D. Jonathan S. Jorge M. Joshua L. Kathleen E. Katie. Kevin V. Kylon C. Megan C. Pablo F. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. Show.